Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week six, day four of our study of Joshua. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Joshua 14, 1 through 5. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to know you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. We're reading today from the NIV. This is Joshua 14, starting in verse 1. Now these are all the areas the Israelites received as an inheritance in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel allotted to them. Their inheritances were assigned by lot to the nine and a half tribes as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Moses had granted the two and a half tribes their inheritance east of the Jordan, but had not granted the Levites an inheritance amongst the rest, for Joseph's descendants had become two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. The Levites received no share of the land, but only towns to live in, with pasture lands for their flocks and herds. So the Israelites divided the land just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So again, the Levites, they don't get one of the little bubble clouds that we're going to look at, but they do get little, very specific towns. They get very specific towns where they can live and farm out of, but they don't get regions of land is what we're being told here. All right, continuing on. Uh, Oh, actually, we're done with that. That was... um, the end of our passage today. And so I want to go back to the map here and and what we're being told. And, and we're going to find out that they're going to meet in Shiloh, which is right around here, um, and kind of come up with all of this, even though we know that Gilgal, which is right down around here, is where they continued to camp for a while. But we're going to see during this time period, toward the end of Joshua's life, as he finishes with the conquering and he kind of starts to take a breather and and this kind of transition we've made from here's all the stuff that they conquered to now here's a, a more detailed accounting of what was there as well as what hasn't been conquered. And here's some more details kind of thrown in about what happened during this time period and what's taking place afterward. We're going to see that they're actually going to move the main camp as as all of the people disperse from the main camp and start to go and inhabit all of the lands that they've conquered. That's like a whole new thing in and of itself, right? So they conquered all of these lands, but there's still lots of Canaanites living in and around all of these places. Some of the places they're like, well, they conquered the city, killed everyone and left it. Maybe I'll go move in. Right. And so there's going to be that kind of issue like that. That's real stuff that happened that they had to deal with. Um, and so there's a whole new thing that's going on as they leave the camp at Gilgal. They start going back to their towns on the east side of the Jordan and they start taking their inheritance on the west side. They're going to kind of disband the Gilgal encampment and move to Shiloh. And Shiloh is going to be the main place that the Ark of the Covenant stays for the next several hundred years. Not the only place, but the main place. Um, and then as we as we move forward, that's going to be kind. Shiloh is going to be essentially the the religious heart of the nation of Israel. Not necessarily the governmental heart, but the religious heart. In that the temple or the tabernacle is going to mostly stay in and around Shiloh. 
And uh, so for the foreseeable future, at least during Joshua's lifetime and shortly thereafter, Shiloh is going to be the place where everything kind of takes place at. And I find it interesting that during the period of the judges, Shiloh kind of pops up here and there as far as a governmental center, but it's not until Samuel comes back on the stage and he's essentially the last of the judges of Israel, he is going to kind of make Shiloh the center of his universe again as the last judge, and he's going to to govern from the land of Shiloh, which is, he, he's going to kind of bring back the government and religious aspect of, of Jewish life together again, even though for much of the time of the judges, that's not how things work. There's actually going to be fracturing and all sorts of weird stuff that's going on. It's, uh, again, a very dynamic, difficult time to understand. But right now, we look at Shiloh as the governmental, or it's about to become the governmental and religious center of Israel. It won't be that way for close to 350 years, something like that. But then Samuel will kind of reunify those things together and bring governmental and religion for Israel back together in the the area of Shiloh. All right. With that, that's all we've got for today for the 10-week Bible study. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.